Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Welcome to another afternoon edition of The Chaser Report. Dom Knight here, Gabby Belt and I are going to catch up with friend of the show and friend away from the show, Dan Illich of the Irrational Fear podcast. Who, Gabby, is up against us for... Best Comedy Podcast yeah. at the Best Prestigious Awards Night in Australia, the Podcast Awards. Oh, and i got to say, we've been having all the other uh, nominees on except for Hamish and Andy. But Andy <laughs> Lee yep. went on Dan's show. We're going to ask him about that first up right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. Dan Illich, welcome back, friend. Oh, it's, and good to, it's good to be with you. It's good to be with you. Sorry, I'm just um. Uh, that that oh. sound is that is the sound of me shaving with my Australian <laughs> Podcast Award Best Comedy Podcast 2020. I'm just shaving my he's, face. With he's it. a humble king. <laughs> yeah, it looks. It does look a bit like it's kind of a big perspex wedge. Did they put it, any thought into perspex? this? Perspex? How dare you, Dom? Listen to this. That's Ooh, glass, my oh, friend. That's a good glass this, this tap. Is, this is up there with Best Hairdresser Award at the Hills District Shire <laughs> Small Business Awards. That's what. Nice. That's what. This is the quality of trophy you're going to get. I mean, I've got to be honest with you, Dan. As much as I'd like to win it, it does look like something that is a, a weapon seized after a glassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can you can definitely see shards of mm. it. Um, you can, if you want an award like this, all you got to do is just go to um, any local pub and pick up <laughs> the bits of glass at the bottom mm. uh, where the bouncer has laid someone to, to rest out the front. You'll Look, be fine. I mean, I, it looks like it could do some damage, but definitely not as much damage as an Ariel award could do. I feel no, like that thing, that thing can impale you. It's definitely not definitely not as pointy as an aria. Mm. That is the stabbiest of, uh, of all awards. <laughs> so, I mean, we've been milking content from this notional tension behind the awards, Dan, but what's it going to be like? I, I realise listeners don't really give a shit about this and, and it's all very inside <laughs> baseball, but um, I do love that we're all – we're trying to build up the awards so that it means something if we win. Yeah. Has it, how's it been being the laureate of the Best Comedy Podcast for the past 12 months? Oh, look, it's been a great year. Um, all I've done is talk about comedy podcasting for all year. I've been a wonderful advocate for comedy podcasting, you know, <laughs> doing a lot of conferences, talking about being a podcaster. Uh, you know, I even spoke about being a podcaster on CNN uh, to Jake Taffer a few weeks back. So, you know, look, I, it's it, 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 there's a lot of a burden. There's a bit of a burden if you win, Dom. Mm. So mm. if you do win, you and Gabby will be doing the, uh, the talk show circuit, doing other people's podcasts. Oh, no. Uh, you'll be... <laughs> You'll be jumping on Sunrise to talk about your win. I mean, there's so, so many things you have to do. I think I'd refuse out of moral um, justice. I don't think I could keep <laughs> sustaining talk shows. I'd be like, oh, this is nice, but I don't want to do this. No, no, no. Look, to be honest, there's uh, there's there's no burden whatsoever, Gabby. There is absolutely no burden to winning this award. What do you mean? Uh, it's the biggest award in Australia. You don't get anything for it other than the award. I mean, you get you get a little recognition from your peers, and that's what life is all about. Oh, Getting yes. a little recognition from your peers is absolutely delightful. I mean, you'll be glad to know, Dan, that when we had uh, Tony Martin on the show last week, he said that they hadn't even entered this year <laughs> because they lost to you last time, and they just thought it'd be they won two back to back, and they're like, nah. 
No, we're done. Oh, no. See, that's Our a complete shame. That, that's a complete shame because Tony Martin actually has the best comedy podcast in Australia. <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so he really should he really should have entered. Yeah. I mean, Matt Dower and him put such an enormous amount of effort into that show. And uh, mm. it's such a great listen. Uh, I think um I think there's a, a bunch of really hot contenders, not notably the Housewarming podcast. They're mm-hmm. very funny. As featured uh, in bo- yesterday's afternoon edition, by the way, if you want to make the funny. Housewarming oh, team. Excellent. I'll, I'll, I'll dip back in. Um, <laughs> and the, the Bodgy Creek uh, footy podcast is funny. The yes. Candyman narrative drama is also so very off the wall. Um, and then there's the battle of the satirical comedy giants, the chaser and irrational fear. <laughs> oh. And then a couple of blokes called Hamish and Andy. Yeah. Um, who about that. About that. Because the other day, right, you rang me and I was on a rational fear, very happy to be there. Uh, but I was the undercard to a guy called Andy Lee who said <laughs> no to us. We reached out to all the other podcasts and said, what it- come on our show for a chat. And they're like, oh, too busy filming. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got for Andy Lee that we don't have, aside well, from way more money? And, and well, probably an actual rapport as well. You probably actually know him. <laughs> well, Andy was very kind enough just to he, – he, I've asked him a couple of weeks in a row to come on to talk about it. And uh, uh. then he texted me halfway through the show saying, is now okay? So I was like, oh, oh. we'll give him a call right away. Oh, it's the thrill of the chase. Uh, Andy Lee just made this great point. He said, you know, the Australian Podcast Awards – who are they made by? Like, who runs them? Like, who who has gone about setting themselves as the authority for all of podcasting? And yeah. that really, it really took the wind out of my sails as someone with a trophy. I was like, he's right. Andy Lee is absolutely correct. Am I right in saying they're not the only one either? There are other awards. And, I mean, they've called them the Australian as though they're somehow official. They don't even have the – I didn't think there'd be anything less legitimate than the TV Week Log- Logie Awards, but um, – <laughs> And this, this one has even less have, cocaine in the bathroom too. Yeah, I'm this really does, mad about it. I mean, this that's doesn't right. even have the yeah. lack of quality that TV Week's brand uh, implies. Yeah, that, that's right. Isn't it astounding that the TV industry rests its awards around the TV Week magazine, <laughs> which must must have a readership of tens – Fifteens. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm pretty sure more people listen to our podcasts than actually buy TV Week. Mm. And I mean, for those who haven't read TV Week, and there's not, you know, I've only found it once or twice, but the premise of TV Week is you write up the plot points of soapies as though they were news stories happening to real people. <laughs> Which is kind of a brilliant idea. Maybe we should have a segment that does I was going to well. say, I feel like that's pretty much what we do at the Chaser Report. No, that's what I do at Irrational Fear. Look, all content is, um, it's basically The plot a, points of the soapies, and by that yeah, I mean Oswald. We're just, we're, just, we're just information refineries. All we are doing <laughs> is refining a whole stack of information down to memes. That's all we do. And look, what is Morag doing at Summer Bay anyway? Uh, <laughs> I don't know who's on the way anymore. Don't worry, you got it. There's going to be a Maureen at Summer Bay. There always is. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yep. Here's the thing about these awards. The, the awards themselves, you know, particularly if you lose, they don't mean anything. If you win, yep. they're absolutely delightful. Um, but the best part about these awards is that we all get to go and sit in a room and give COVID to each other. Ah. And that is the most important part of that, being together. Yeah. Being, sharing droplets mm. uh, rather than doing this over Zoom, which is what we do, how we record the show normally. Yay. <laughs> I so can't this, wait. This is going to be a thrill. We, you know, particularly these awards, which is ha- which is happening in a couple of nights' time. Mm. This is going to be a super spreader event, and mm. uh, j- you know we always want to go viral. You know we always <laughs> want more people to enjoy our work. Uh, so to be part of this is going to be great publicity for all the podcasts involved. 
I've, yeah. I've actually answered Andy's question. I just was researching it. There's just a guy called Dave. You're, you're kidding. <laughs> I'm absolutely serious. There's a guy called Dave Gertler, who I'm sure is lovely, but I haven't ever heard of. He's a mm. Sydney-based independent podcaster. Realised that there should be an award ceremony. Right, and he, he's gone about in credit. Well, this is it. This is if you if you show leadership, you can you can own the space, um, which is why I'm here to announce that I will be running the Australian Blockchain Awards for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. What if what? Well, we could start the um, the Better Podcast Awards or something, or, or the or the Australian Defamation Awards, or the more Australian ones. Podcast Awards. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have our own one. Yeah. The Australian I mean, Podcast Awards. Isn't that what News Limited did with journalism? They basically started their own awards night. <laughs> yeah, with the Kennedy Awards. Yeah, that, classic. That's what happened. Yeah, and Peter. Well, they, I mean, they got. It. I mean, there's the Walkleys and there's the Kennedys, and then you know there's other things. Well, you could. We yeah, could do the I wobblies. Think possible. I, I think that's possible. We could start um, an award ceremony, an award ceremony for podcasts where we just rule out people who are with um, Southern Cross Osterio because yeah. you know who needs producers? Who <laughs> <laughs> who needs who needs a giant corporation running your podcast? Not me. Yeah, look, any podcast that's not a total commercial failure mm. can't. It'll be like the artist, the artisanal podcasting awards. <laughs> <laughs> the Gourmet Podcast Awards. Yeah, it'd be like the Michelin uh, star. Yeah, it's the sourdough making of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the podcast. If you put out once, you're, and you're not allowed. If your podcast is ineligible, if you publish more than weekly. Oh uh, so, shit! Uh, We're fucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can only do it if you if you publish like once a month or or longer, like mm. once I think a year. It, I think it's got to be like. A podcast that should not exist except for the absolutely dogged refusal by the people who make it to recognise that no one wants it. That's the sort of podcast I want to give awards to. Dom, well, that's I'm, our I'm podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm worried. Uh, well, you know, you guys you guys are brute force with your podcasting now. You're like putting out six a day and no one, can, no, no one needs that many podcasts. But, but here's, the, here's, here's the thing. Like if, if you go for this slow podcast movement, you'll start getting – award bait podcasts you'll be getting oh. a whole bunch of podcasts that are crafted to win these awards year mm. after year it'll be like 12 years a slave every year well dan you've, you've kind of done that with julia zamiro you've got her doing one one a month with like quite big names on your feed mm. I, maybe that, we should try and lure a celebrity to just like do a monthly podcast in our feed just to give who, us a break who yeah. would be willing to do that for us what about hamish get, um, we can you could get chris taylor <laughs> Actually, that would be great. We get Chris to edit himself with like sticky tape and um, magnetic reels. No, I, I kind of like the idea of going for Hamish. Yeah, considering Andy didn't return. Our Andy's calls. on rational fear, and Hamish anytime, mate. You're That's very welcome. That's how it works. Divorced parents pick your favourite. Well, you know, Gabby's performed on Irrational Fear with Hamish. About that, actually, I was gonna say. So, if you happen to win again, Dan, um. Cat, what like what would we have to give you? We've been asking all of the nominees this. Uh, yeah. What would we have to give you in order to 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 plug our podcast in your acceptance speech? Ooh, we need listenership. That. Hmm, you know what? I'll probably just uh, I'll probably just do it anyway because I will be thanking all of the other people who are nominated. Wow! So. Not even a not even a bargaining tool. Well, just what's the point? You know, who cares? What have you got? You guys got nothing. That's true. Well, you, you, you can't offer me anything. But what? you know, the, the really embarrassing <laughs> thing about this, Dan, is that due to the timing of um, the entries and all that kind of stuff, mm. our nomination clip had a fair bit of Dan Illich in it. 
because it was dead well, during the two can weeks. I say, Dom, Dom and Gabby, can I say this? My nomination clip also had a sizable chunk of Gabby Bolt in it. So hey. there you go. In fact, I, I suggested for moment of the year, Gabby Bolt performing at our 100th show. You're kidding! Because that was a really special moment where Gabby Bolt, fresh off the boat from Bathurst. <laughs> uh, fresh off the had, tractor. Had never performed in Sydney before and was was on stage in, on stage with Hamish Blake and Yumi Steins and Chris Taylor and Hamish Blake did a monologue and then Gabby Bolt, Bolt wiped the floor with everyone and just like demolished the room. So that is, we nominated that as our moment of the year. So hopefully, you know, Gabby, you might actually win on behalf of Rational Fear. There you go. Actually, you know what? Then I reverse my proposal. If you win, do I get bragging rights in the office that technically, technically, I did win with Podcast of the Year. It just wasn't technically mine. Of course, of course you did. I mean, I claim you first and, uh, you know, whatever. So, yeah, you're... you're <laughs> Podcast divorce. <laughs> it's two Christmases. You know, you, you know, um, Dom, you know when, uh, like, FM radio stations battle over talent? You know, yes. like, they, 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 they give ugly Phil a million dollars to yeah, move, yeah. move channels. Oh We're going to be doing that. We'll, if we win, we'll be, we'll be buying Gabby Bolt back. Very, very good. Well, I went on a rational fear um, at least once in the nomination period, so I'm going to claim it too. life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs united healthcare can help get you covered with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. Dan, I want to ask you about how the project's going, Joke Keeper and the campaign and the billboards. Um, well, it's it, great. I'm moving to the next phase now in terms of giving away money to satirical comedians. So mm. there's a small fund set aside, about $30,000, where we're giving away small amounts of money, between $500 and $3,000, to make content for irrational fear. So if you are a satire person and you love satirical comedy or you, you, you think you're funny and you can create stuff, just jump in my DMs and I'll send you the form to fill out. Aww. And if we like your idea, we'll commission it for irrational fear. And we're rolling out some more billboards around the country as Whoop. well. So we've got, <laughs> I've researched space on the Princess Highway in Engadine, Dom. And oh, wow. It's quite cheap. Um, <laughs> so we've got three billboards we're trying to cook up at the moment. They're just going through approvals to see if they're legally allowed to go up. But currently mm. they're, it's an ad for Hawaii. It says, hide in Hawaii. For when it gets too hard at home, and the little breakout sale that says bushfire sale now on. Oh, good. Uh, and then we've, then we've got the Morrison Gaslighting Company. If the light's on, we'll tell you it's off. If the light's off, we'll tell you it's on. <laughs> and then there's there's one for outside Engadine McDonald's that says, Welcome to Engadine, the last place the Prime Minister did anything. <laughs> 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 so the great uh, thing is up. the great thing about that is Scott Morrison's already committed to saying he thinks it's hilarious. So um, <laughs> if it goes up, he'll be asked to go and laugh along in front of it. It's great. I won't be. I won't be done for defamation like the publishers of the Chaser podcaster. Oh. Oh. <laughs> awkward, awkward. Oh. <laughs> but that's—I mean, also like if you need if you need help with that funding, let me know. I've got some <laughs> funding I could help with your legal bills. You've got a slush fund, Dad. It's a very good thing to see. <laughs> and yours isn't blind. 
<laughs> no, I've got a list of people who paid for it, but um, I won't be sharing that with anyone. No, look, um, but Dan, that said, I mean, amazing stuff with the Times Square billboards and stuff in, actually in Glasgow, but I have to point out the elephant in the room here, which is that climate change is still happening. You didn't manage to save Australia. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was a good I, try. I just, I've updated my modelling, folks, and I just need six more billboards to solve climate change. So uh, <laughs> that's that's the thrill. That is the absolute thrill. No, of course climate change is still happening. <laughs> this whole thing is about trying to get the people who are funded by fossil fuels out of parliament. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully with every billboard I put up, I can repeat that message that, you know, f- this time around by, tw- by May 2022, folks should be voting for people who aren't funded by fossil fuels. Dan, you had a particular billboard that we discussed in Kuyong, Josh Frydenberg's seat, uh, where it was a bit ambiguous, but then someone came along and uh, and graffitied it, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, well, it was kind of designed that way. So <laughs> there are some billboard sites in Australia that you actually can't put so-called political messaging on because they're either owned by you know, a government building or, or, or a corporation that doesn't want political messaging on it. So we <laughs> so this I wanted to put up a billboard in Josh Frydenberg's seat, <clears throat> but um, uh, I couldn't do anything political in this site. Uh, so I created one uh, that was just selling standing desks. It had a picture of a man at a standing desk and it said, hey, with a big space next to it, it's time to buy a standing desk because you're about to lose your seat. Uh, <laughs> and I put it up there with the intent that someone would go and spray paint Josh <laughs> next to hey. Now, Lo and behold, two days after I put it up, I got an email from a, a, a couple of uh, senior citizens who said, we tried to take a ladder to your site, but we got a bit nervous, um, but we spray painted it anyway. And the thing is, they spray painted it Frydenberg at the bottom. <laughs> so they, it, like, it still makes sense, um, but yeah. it's like not exactly where I'd hoped. But, you know, it, it's great. Interactive art. That's what I like about it. I think it's great because I've said this to you before, Dan. I think it just makes the message all the more threatening. Hey, <laughs> you better buy a standing desk because you're about to lose your seat. Frydenberg. Frydenberg. What I like most about that is it's, it's as though you're the Banksy of Australian politics if Banksy never did any of the work himself, <laughs> if he just basically crowded some sites and went, go nuts, I'm not going to break any laws. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, I do have to push uh, Photoshop pixels around. I do have to go to iStock Photo and download a picture, mm-hmm. you know, so I've got to do some work. Oh, yeah, you do a lot of work. You just don't do the illegal bit. That's the genius no, of it. Just, no, that's right. Like I'm the outsourced. non-illegal Banksy. I've, I've, I've outsourced the criminal aspect of it to my to the friends of Irrational Fear, to the fear mongers right. of Irrational Fear. We so, do that shit all the time as well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what's the plan for next year, Dan? you got um, reaching the end of the year. Is Irrational Fear kicking on in 2022, scaling things up? What's the plan? Oh, yeah, we are. We are. We, we, we've got our 10-year anniversary show at the Sydney Opera House. And it's very exciting, January 29, and we've got some pretty cool people on the lineup, including uh, Lewis Hobart. I don't know if you heard of him. <laughs> uh, Gabby Bolt is also doing the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but, also, but also we've got Dylan Bain, uh, who you would know from News Fighters, mm-hmm. and also Amy Ramikas is joining us as well on stage. Oh, nice. from the Guardian Live blog. Yeah, yeah. From the Guardian Live blog. And we've also got two other people, which I don't know if I can announce yet. We're just trying to pencil them in, but they are very prominent, funny people um, in politics in Australia. Australia. So it's very exciting to um, to have them. So that's our um, that's our ten year anniversary show at the, at the Sydney Opera House. I can't I can't believe George Christensen was available, <laughs> and I personally can't wait to perform with him. 
Yeah, yeah. He uh, he rearranged some um, flights from Manila to get me here on time. <laughs> That's amazing. Ten years. Yeah, 10 years. I started Irrational Fear in 2012 at the FBI Social um, because back then there wasn't a satirical comedy show on television. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, now there is, um, now there's like 300 satirical comedy television shows on television and there's no space for Irrational Fear on TV. But Mm. we're still doing the podcast and it's just been, I think we've had the best two years of the podcast over the last couple of years. So um, I think the podcast is the future. Well, we also did an event at the... um at, the, at FBI Social, we also wanted to start something new. We started a thing called The Empty Vessel, which was... I remember it, yeah. A kind of a talk fest where we tried to get a little bit more serious. And we did. We went way too far and half of us became serious radio presenters for a bit. And then <laughs> it didn't kick on at all. So it was a very <laughs> bad idea. Yeah, I, I, I remember that. I, rem, I, I think I went to the one with Jennifer Robinson. Oh, was that was great. After, when it was looking after Julian Assange. Yeah, no. Look, it was a good idea at the time, but you actually kept yours going... Um, only, only out of sheer boredom and nothing day. else to do. How many yeah. episodes have you done? Uh, we are about up to 140, 140 episodes. So, wow. you know, you guys have probably put out a few more than that because you go daily, well, twice daily, well, six times daily now. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you do 140 in a week. So, you know, <laughs> we're very lazy compared to you. Yeah, I'm now more podcast than person, I think. <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, um, look, always great to catch up except – if you win, you ban from the show for a few mm. months. If you win and you mention our podcast, we'll get you a billboard. Like oh, you don't have you. any Excellent. of those. Okay, okay it's great. A perfect well, gift. If, if you win and you mention a rational fear, Ooh. we'll send you a ham. Lovely for the office. We'll yeah. love that. I love the notion that actually mentioning either podcast on stage is going to – it's not <laughs> terrifying. Anything. Can we be really clear? They're not even making a podcast at the podcast know, awards. If, Wait. Well, if you yeah, – hang on, hang on a second. If you win and you sledge a rational fear oh. in a really harsh way, oh. I'll send you two hams. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. That's easy. Well, actually, Gabby, we're, we're, I think we might be presenting an award. Well, it's not like a serious one, is it? Because we could, we can pretty much guarantee we well, can. Well, my plan was to say that I'm Charles Firth and sledge him because he's not there. All right, Dan. <laughs> Maybe I'll say I'm Daniel. May the funniest podcast win, um, <laughs> but Sizzletown isn't even nominated. Yeah, I know. What a shame. Uh, good to be with you, and um, keep up the good work. I love the Chaser podcast. I dip in and out of it every week. Thank Aww. you, Dan. We look on at your podcast with uh, professional envy. Yeah, um, but also enjoy <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report. 
News you know you can't trust. Hey, Gabby, that was so sweet when he said he'd actually nominated your song I for know. Moment of the Year. That's a sort of sincere, lovely behaviour you just don't expect in the comedy industry. It actually is really nice because I do actually think very fondly about that particular gig. It was it was genuinely, he wasn't kidding, my first comedy gig ever. And I was on stage with like all of these comedy legends. And you know what's really funny about it? I, I forgot my words halfway through that song. Oh, wow. <laughs> You can go and listen to that. There's a live. I listened to it too. Back yeah, that's the first time I ever heard that, you do anything. Yeah, it's the irrational fear hundredth episode. But I'm 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 doubly glad because now I have double chances of winning best film comedy that podcast. That is very cool. Yeah, that's in their feed. Um, don't forget. You can also subscribe um, to their podcast as well. Give them some money for the great work that they do and contribute to Joke Keeper. Should you be um, inclined. Hmm. But of course, our podcast. Well, look, whatever they say, whatever the judges might say, Gabby, there's a hmm. lot more of our podcast than there is of theirs. Oh, look, I think I'm happy to just bring my own participatory award. It's nice just to be in the industry, admittedly, an industry that anyone can join just by uploading <laughs> shit on the internet. <laughs> our gear is from Rode Microphones. By the way, they sell gear you can use to do exactly that, should you be so inclined. Nice. And we are part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch ya. See you tomorrow morning.